You good? Yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm really excited to host Ryan Cameron, Digital Practice Leader of CMBA Architects. I can't be more excited about this talk. And Ryan, I believe, is an OG super user. And I, I got to know about Ryan after reading Randy Deutsch's uh, super user book. And I totally resonate with the approach and thinking Ryan has. So I'm, I'm very honored and grateful for this interview. Thanks a lot, Ryan, for your time. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no problem. We've had a lot of great conversations on on LinkedIn. So um, very honored to be on your show. Um, I've got a lot to share, and I got a couple uh, big announcements to make. So yeah, no, thanks for having me. This is this is fantastic. Um, first off. For anybody, since we're going to be talking about cryptocurrency, we're going to be talking about blockchain and all that fun Bitcoin stuff that's going on. Hit pause, read all this. <laughs> I have it at the end as well. This is just a disclaimer. I'm not giving financial advice. We're not saying go out and buy Bitcoin or something like that. We're just interested in the kind of the backbone technology um, that's running it. That being said, we do talk about a couple of different cryptocurrencies out there. That's not an endorsement. Don't go buy all this stuff. Um, the market is up, it's down, it's up again. Um, so just be aware of that. But um, for everybody that's that's watching at home, uh, we've got a cool clickbait title, total clickbait, who wants to be a millionaire? Uh, but again, the, the lesson, the, the story today is block, uh, blockchain tips and tricks, how to thrive in the new economy. And so, um, yeah, as Bayer said, um, I'm Ryan Cameron, digital practice leader for CMBA Architects. Um, I'm also the CEO of uh, Architect Machines, a company I started about uh, a little over 10 years ago that does um, design technology, um, infrastructure, coaching, consulting, stuff like that. Um, quick biography, if you haven't heard of me, I do mention the super users book, Randy's, Randy's a good friend of mine. Um, and this quote um, is actually from Anthony Hauk of Hypar. Um, and so anybody that wants to read that, go ahead. I'm not going to read it, but um, he gave me a super, super uh, Great letter recommendation, um, and this is a quote from from part of that. So, without further ado, we can get started. I don't really like to talk about me. I like to talk about cool stuff. I like to talk about ideas. So, in this session, in this live stream, we're going to cover a lot as quick as we can. Not because we're trying to hide anything or go through it too fast, but there's a lot in this conversation about blockchain, especially in the AEC market. So. I'm just going to define blockchain. What is it? I'm going to say define what is a token, what is cryptocurrency. We're going to go through a couple different examples, some real world examples that I'm using. As a matter of fact, they're here in front of me right now of how I'm using blockchain. Um, then we're going to uh, go through how to set up a mining agent, why you would want to do that, um, and then be able to, let's speed ahead a week, let's say you've mined a couple coins, transfer those tokens to a platform or liquidity pool, become your own bank, um, basically a, a decentralized finance, you become your own bank in, in a sense and earn interest, then speed a week ahead um, and take all of that interest that we've earned in, in cryptocurrency and transfer those tokens to a staking platform. And then from then from there on, it's, it's rinse and repeat until achievement unlocked. And whatever that achievement is, if it's to make $10,000, to make $100,000, million, I mean, it's really up to you. Um, but moving forward, this is not financial advice. It's only educational um, uh, purposes. Um, yeah, 
So let's go ahead and get started. I'm going to give a 60 second kind of uh, explanation of, of what blockchain is. And this is actually pulled off of IBM's website. They say blockchain is a shared immutable ledger for recording transactions, tracking assets, and building trust. So the way I break it down um, to, to kind of tell my five-year-old how what this really is. So imagine you have a circle of uh, nine other friends and you. So uh, it's a circle of, of 10 friends. And the game is called write down the number 10. And one of you writes down the number 100. You put all those numbers in the middle of the circle that you're seated in. And you, the computers, process the values and come to the conclusion that 90% of you are right. 90% of you came up with 10. Therefore, the answer you scribble into the ledger is 10. You kick that one, that one person that, that got wrong out. And all this happens, tens of thousands of transactions per, per second and nearly instant finality. So if you're HBAR, Algorand, Solana, a couple others, that's less than a second. Um, uh, that, uh, that's uh, less than five seconds. But if you're on something maybe a little bit older technology like Bitcoin, um, it's probably about one transaction per second versus 40,000 transactions per second. So um, it's, there's, there's some more efficient methods out there today than, than that are currently being used. So essentially you write those answers down on a Excel spreadsheet, computers check it out, make sure they're all verified. And then it's repeat and lock ledgers together. And that's where the word blockchain comes from. It's just locking ledgers together for all time. So that was a little over 60 seconds, but just wanted to give an explanation of that. So getting into our first topic, what are some real world examples? Um, so this is a company called Planet Watch. They're based out of uh, France. Um, and so their goal is to basically um, provide air quality sensors and knowledge, if you will, of, of the air, air quality that you're breathing um, for the entire planet. And they do this through a series of different sensors, which um, I happen to have in my hand right now. Um, every day I receive uh, what are called planet tokens. Um, so I'm basically mining, like we're using blockchain to mine air quality for, for tokens, which I just think is an absolutely cool, cool uh, idea. Um, so we started using this platform about a year ago. And like I said, they utilize blockchain for reporting all of the air quality sensory equipment. It's really truly big think type of, type of endeavor help people check air pollution in their area, but also record it to the blockchain so that that is trusted, secured, and fast. So how do I earn passive income on this? So unlike any other sensor in the world that I've come across, this one pays you in that Planet Watch token I was talking about every single day based on whatever your sensor reports to the blockchain daily. So we can hold that token, we can take it to an exchange, which we'll show later in the presentation. Uh, we can convert it to another asset, and eventually to fiat currency, in this case, US dollars, into your digital wallet, and then to your bank account. I usually do this about three times a week. It only takes about five minutes, but we're going to spread this out to about 20 minutes just to kind of slow it down. Um, and actually, now that I think about it, um, I bought these jeans I'm wearing with these tokens um, after converting to fiat. So <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's usually paying me about $2.40 to um, yeah, $7 a day. Um, so it's, yeah. So that being said, um, Big first big announcement is um, Architect Machines is uh, one of the early adopters, uh, one of only 749 early adopters of the Planet Watch technology in the world. Um, we received their first NFT minting as evidence of our assistance to the program. They valued our feedback to the broader community, and we're happy to say we're we're helping make the world a better, cleaner place with them. 
Um, also, just a few weeks ago, Planet Watch announced their selection of Miami as the first U.S. city to include their vast array of sensors. Really historic moments going on in the world of blockchain today. So um, we received this. I've, I've received NFTs. I've created NFTs for sale on sites like Rarible, OpenSeas, AlgoGems. And I'm also experimenting right now with creating, um, yeah, creating a token cryptocurrency right now. So how do we get it from device to cash? <laughs> Something like that. Um, so advantages and disadvantages of traditional wallets and, and purses. So the one big advantage of a digital wallet, and again, everybody, I'm just showing a picture of a phone. Your phone actually isn't your wallet. Um, it's the thing that you use to see your, your digital wallet. Um, you could use a tablet, you could use a computer or, or anything like that. Um, but you can earn interest on your money in the digital wallet, whereas the $10 that I have in my wallet right now is probably losing money right now due to um, inflation and things like that. Not a whole lot, um, but the digital version of my wallet and my phone is constantly making interest that I'd have to pay taxes on. Don't get me wrong, but um, I'd, I'd much rather prefer that. Um, one could argue that the digital is safer as you could get robbed and you know, have, you still have passcodes and passwords and seed phrases the criminal would have to know in order to retrieve your money. I don't have those memorized. So you, you just, it, it becomes kind of worthless at that point. Um, so one could argue we're moving towards a digital direction anyway. Um, cons of having kind of a digital wallet, um, it's not as easy to use as just straight up cash. Um, the cash in your wallet doesn't run on batteries or require electricity in any way to perform its function. So that being said, you know, always keep your batteries charged, that sort of thing. Um, and the last piece of advice is always keep in mind an exchange like Coinbase, Kraken. It's not a wallet because if, it, if you don't have the keys to it, it is not your crypto. So I just want to explain that. Um, and then the other little guy, this little USB looking thing, um, this is called a hardware wallet. And so that's if you want to take your, your cryptocurrency or blockchain technology off the chain. Uh, or uh, I'm sorry, off an exchange um, to where it is flat out just completely stored um, on that little USB drive. Um, and you can put it back on an exchange at any time. It makes it basically impossible to hack because it's no longer connected to the, to the network. So now financial advice, we're gonna go over some, some DeFi examples. I talked about using blockchain um, just kind of broadly, but um, we're gonna talk about again, how to earn some, uh, a different way of thinking about how to earn interest, we'll, we'll put it that way. So at a traditional bank, you might be you know, earning interest at 0.05, something like that. But the reward is that it is FDIC insured. There's no risk to the initial investment. If you put 10 grand in, you're gonna have 10 grand in there tomorrow. On an exchange or a digital wallet, um, we're seeing ranges from anywhere from 0.15, which is where traditional banks stop, it's where digital wallets begin to start. And I've actually seen them as, as high as actually 12%. However, your, your baseline capital um, is uh, fluctuating, right? So there's no assurances on price. There's volatility in, in this market um, on the initial investment. So there's, there's significantly more risk to that. Um, and then we have staking or liquidity pools, DeFi platforms. There are a lot out there. Um, so we, I could have built this whole presentation around Cosmos, Tezos, Ethereum, Bitcoin, VeChain, um, but in this example, I decided to go with um, the Algorand blockchain, uh, just because 
they've come a, a long way and they are launching products left and right. Um, absolutely amazing. And right now, if you're in their governance program, you're earning something like 16.4% interest um, in their governance program. So um, absolutely phenomenal. Not to mention, this is one of the best crypto teams um, probably in, in history. So a lot of the um, rest of the presentation is going to revolve a little bit around the algorithm blockchain. But again, no assurances on, on price volatility and the initial investment. And in a lot of these cases, these DeFi platforms, the investment must remain locked uh, for a certain period. And that can be three months, that could be three days, that could be one second. Um, so a lot of information to go Google, where I'm not gonna show you individual steps on that. We're gonna keep following the ribbon here. So we need to get started. We need to talk about um, getting some coins. You can purchase those off an exchange, or if you happen to have an old laptop or desktop laying around with a RTX or even a GTX um, NVIDIA card or an AMD card, crank that bad boy up and uh, let's let's get started. Remember to keep track of, of everything you mine because you have to pay taxes on it. We'll cover that at the end. Um, but I've, I've been able to find a computer at Best Buy for basically 900 bucks and it can mine uh, two to three bucks a day. Um, and so uh, you can also join a mining pool online and probably make over 10 a day, maybe even over a hundred. Um, there's some caveats to that. And the idea is that you mine as much as you can before the value of the computer decreases because you'll always own that computer. So you'll be making money and you also have that investment that you could always potentially sell. So um, we're going to talk about ETH mining and Bitcoin mining. Um, so you can do um, Bitcoin mining on something like NiceHash, and that's what this dashboard is. Um, or you can look at something um, like CUDA miner. Um, these guys are based out of, I want to say, London, England. Um, and they've got a nice little setup. Um, and they also use Algorand. So uh, again, I don't want to hit that, that name up too much um, because it's, it's not an endorsement in any way. Um, but there are some advantages here. So let's go over kind of a uh, recorded demo here of one of my friends who's who's mining using CUDA miner. And so as of, um, it looks like he's been mining for uh, quite a while, a couple months here this year. Um, and he's uh, been able to earn, uh, yes, several hundred dollars um, every single month um, off a couple of laptops. Looks like he's uh, mined about $2,100 worth of, of fiat. And he's mining ETH, Monero, ETH Classic, Bitcoin Gold. Um, and so, yeah, so it looks like he set up all of his wallets, all of his payment plans um, in order to mine and then extract that information. So he's going to show us the computers that he has running. Um, this is also a nice little console built into um, CUDA miner. Um, it essentially lets him know the estimated net revenue for 30 days. Um, temperatures, that one's getting pretty hot. Um, temperatures of his computers that he has running. Um, the hash rate. Um, which is the speed which it's mining at. Um, it looks like he's mining ETH and Monero and then converting it. Um, yeah, this tells, uh, this tells us a lot of information. And if one of these computers were to go down, I'm sure he has a way to remote in and um, check it. So, yep, he's, and he's okay with showing kind of like obviously smaller numbers here, smaller examples of, of the financial transactions he's able to make. And then obviously he has a payment method um, his display coin is an Algorand and his payment, which can be converted into anything, by the way. And the payment coin can be Bit, ETH, Monero, um, whatever um, CUDA miner is, is allowing at the, at the time. So, yeah. And withdrawal limit on this, I, I think is what he's showing here, um, is a minimum of 20 algo 
or a minimum of 0.06 ETH. So once you do get to that uh, payment level, um, this is again assumes this this totally assumes you have a wallet set up or an exchange um, account set up, um, and you basically withdraw that amount. Um, and I think I just realized why he's using Algorand um, because the transaction fee is 0.001 algo, which is like a tenth of a penny. Uh, if we try to do this in Ethereum right now, I'm sure it would be like $100 to transfer $20, which obviously doesn't make sense. So I, now I think I, I get why he's using Algo. Um, yeah, then he throws that into um, his wallet or he takes it to a DeFi platform. Um, so there are inherent risks to swapping liquidity pools, things like that. Um, and we'll go over an example here, but a liquidity pool, for those of you that don't know, is a crowdsourced pool of cryptocurrencies or tokens locked in a smart contract that is used to facilitate trade between the assets on a de um, decentralized exchange, DEX, um, instead of traditional markets of buyers and sellers. Many decentralized finance DeFi platforms or automated market makers, AMMs, which allow digital assets to be traded in, in an automatic and permissionless manner through the use of these liquidity pools. So that's a lot of words. I'm just gonna go through an example of what all that means um, here in just a second. So we've mined our tokens, we want to, so let's pretend it's been a week. We've mined our tokens. We want to take those out and put them on a liquidity pool and basically become our own bank. So in this case, again, um, since Algorand has a very robust um, landscape out there right now, let's say he mined 25 algos. He can exchange that for Opulus tokens, which is um, NFT for music, which is, I could I could talk about that for you know an hour. Um, it, you can exchange it for just about anything um, or swap it for just about any kind of uh, token that's that's verified on the Algorand platform. Um, and you can do that um, reverse too. Um, so if you had made an exchange for Opios tokens or Yieldly tokens or Smilecoin or Choicecoin or, or whatever token that's out there, you can always go back to Algorand and then go back to US dollar coin or just straight up cash. So liquidity pool, like I said, all you have to do is hit liquidity. And let's say, I'm gonna hit pause on this real quick. So let's say you have 10,000 algorithms and you want to share that safely. You would go here to add it to a liquidity pool and people could borrow your algorithm to help run a business, to help do something. Um, and then they would pay you interest. So this is a really scary concept. Um, for a lot of people. Um, but so I, I just kind of recommend doing a little bit of, of research, a little bit of Googling to, to check that out. Um, all right, we'll hit it start again. Um, so yeah, if I wanted to provide Algorand assets to the headline liquidity pool, I could do that. All you have to do is opt in, boom, you're in that smart contract um, and you can withdraw at any time. Um, that's that's kind of the nice thing about this. So. I think that's all I'm going to cover on, on that. Great. Now we're earning interest. Um, we've Let's say we've converted Smile to Yieldly, or we've taken those Planet tokens, and we convert that to Algorand or Cash. We can now withdraw those funds um, and, and go back to the swap and then transfer those tokens to a staking platform. So I hope everybody's staying with me right now, because we're going through this pretty fast, and I, I hope everybody's Googling this um, really, really as, as we go. But um, TVL stands for total value locked. So there's about $101 million on this staking platform in different um, assets. So that, like I said, that could be Yieldly, Planets, Algo. Um, and this is what's called a no loss lottery. So you can actually stake your Algo for quote unquote lottery tickets that you don't lose. 
they just continue to go into the raffle until you decide to withdraw. You have a 0% risk um, of, of losing on this and the potential to earn um, or win 30,000 Algorand, which is probably about $66,000 um, at current prices. So um, you can stake a whole plethora of coins. You can earn 811% AP, APY, and I, yes, I can vouch for that. Um, you absolutely can um, earn all these interests. Sound, they sound insane, but um, this is something I'm doing right now and I can vouch for it. So absolutely incredible um, opportunity here. Um, for architects, engineers to, to dive into this, um, earn a little bit of, of interest um, that you wouldn't otherwise earn. Um, yeah. So yeah, the price of yearly right now is about 0.0157. So pretty easy to acquire this token and use it to stake. So we probably won't get to this point today because we're right at about 22, 23 minutes. And I wanna make sure that everybody has time for, for questions and stuff like that. But um, as you can see, earning interest, converting those tokens, um, getting them back into your digital wallet and going to um, wherever target to make a purchase, um, you can, you're starting to see those, those opportunities. So uh, looks like we covered everything today. I would love to come back and uh, talk about everything else that, that this could, <laughs> that this could in, in, include. Um, once again, it's not financial advice, it's only for educational purposes. You know, I just want to, to share that, that you know, hunger, that thirst that I have for learning. Um, and hopefully everybody else um, gets uh, some experience and some education doing this too. The last thing I mentioned that I was gonna talk about was tax reporting. So everything that you do, um, so if, the, if you ask me the question, what is taxable on this, Ryan? Swaps, staking, liquidity, FTs, NFTs, SFFTs, mining, even unrealized gains, aka money you haven't even made yet, apparently is taxable, which doesn't seem fair. Um, but there's been some changes in, I think I put infrastructure bill, maybe I meant to put cryptocurrency bill, um, but maybe it is in the infrastructure bill that includes tax reporting requirements. Um, and there's something in there about having to become a broker if you mine crypto, but that doesn't come into play until 2023. Um, if you fail to report, um, the IRS will send you letters 617, 6173-6174, 6174-A, so please don't get in trouble. Um, there are some advantages to buying and holding these assets, like buying and holding Bitcoin or ALGO for 365 days, because it's considered a long-term capital gain and it's taxed a lot less. If you need help with your, with your taxes, but still want to do it yourself, go to this link, go to Max Mayer's channel. Um, and he's got a great little um, Excel spreadsheet, a Google spreadsheet um, that, that he's developed that is super simple to use. You put your buys and sells in it and it does the, all the calculations for you. And just FYI to everybody, you can deduct up to three grand in, in losses for individual filers. So go check those things out. And I think that leaves us to questions. Confusion, what just happened to me? <laughs> <laughs> so it's meant to inform everybody, and I'd love to do this again on how to cover a decentralized autonomous organization, um, talk about the NFTs I'm making, the NFTs I'm receiving. Um, and so I've got experience with, with NFTs, and they're available right now on Rarible and other online markets. So just let us know in the comments uh, what subject you'd like us to cover next in program. Hit pause. <laughs> Read all this, and yeah, I think we're good. We're good to go, man. All right. Um, 
I'm just gonna wrap up this video by saying like this is an incredible presentation, and in the end, you announced about DAO and NFT. I think you just publicly announced a series we should make on this. But like, love the presentation. I'll pause the video and restart the video with Q and A and follow up questions.